Welcome to Shedding Light Hunting Stories Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the average Joe and their hunting stories. I'm your host, Travis Williams, and you're listening to episode 24. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Hope that you are having a fantastic week and life is going well. Um, it's going pretty good here. I am very sore today. This whole physical challenge thing has, uh, it's, it's taken a new leap. <laughs> so yesterday, my buddy Eric, uh, he's been sending me and Trav a, a physical challenge every day. Um, and uh, you might have listened to that in the last podcast, but yesterday's was a doozy. It was part of what's called a Murphy, um, or a Murph, I guess was the, the guy's name that was in, uh, he was a Navy SEAL that uh, had a crazy workout. But uh, I had to run a mile yesterday, uh, came back from the mile and had to do uh, 100 um, upright rows, or uh, maybe it's bent, bent over rows, where you basically kind of bend down with your hand on the bench, um, and you pull up on 25, we did, I had a 25 pound weight, so I did 100 of those on each arm. Then I had to get down and do 150 push-ups and then uh, do uh, 200 air squats where basically you're just kind of squatting down and coming back up. Um, that was absolutely brutal for me. Uh, <laughs> I can do some push-ups, but to do 150 at one time, I had to break that into 75. And I was doing this out in front of like the church where I work. Um, I uh, So there's cars passing by and they're seeing some dude out there trying to do like these push-ups that were just pathetic the last the last 50 push-ups i'm not sure you can even count them but so today uh luckily today's challenge is to stretch and drink a lot of water i like i like today's day's challenge but you know it's kind of cool a part of the reason that i'm doing this is because i I have accountability with these guys um talked a little bit about that like i said in the last podcast but just knowing that uh trav and eric and now bobby and a couple others are are doing this challenge it kind of gives me motivation to go out and do it and not only do it but like trying it's not a competition but sometimes we do get a little competitive with how fast we're doing our times and and those kind of things and i don't know there's just something about that um it it reminds me going back to 2010 um i i decided for some dumb reason that i was going to run a marathon and and the reason it's dumb is because uh i hate running i absolutely hate running i've never enjoyed running whenever i played high school football my least favorite part was running um, but I was sitting on the couch eating Cheetos, watching The Biggest Loser, and I thought, hey, if those guys can, can you know, in a few short months start running a marathon, I should too. And so I picked a, a marathon. Uh, little did I know I picked, like, the hardest marathon in the East to do. It's called the Ridge Runner Marathon. I don't think it exists anymore. It was in um, uh, West Virginia out by North Bend State Park. A lot of hills. Only 60 people run it. I remember I I did not have the hills to train on, was not ready for it, and got to mile 18 and just hit a wall, absolute wall, and I had to walk. It hurt so bad to walk. It hurt so bad to, to jog, and I just wasn't entirely sure if I was going to finish. I had ran out of water, and I was in between checkpoints, and about mile 21 or 22, I was just kind of, I mean, I was about ready to call it quits. Everybody had passed me. And along comes this guy, and he's a short little guy, kind of got a big belly on him, and I'm thinking, oh, great, I'm, I'm getting passed by the local yokel. Uh, nope, this guy's name is Henry, 
And Henry has apparently ran a few marathons before. And so he starts helping me. He gives me some water, gives me some tips. And I start to pick up this guy has ran a a few marathons. And it was his 666th marathon. Uh, This guy runs them all the time. And so this guy uh, starts kind of coaching me, starts pushing me, starts and challenging me just like, how about we just run up to that tree up there? How about we just run up to that next little path? And uh, kept pushing me, and we finally um, we finally made it. Uh, I, I finally see the finish line. I was like, all right, Henry, go for it. He's like, no, man. He goes, I'm not letting you finish last on your first marathon. You get in front of me. And so Henry let me finish that marathon, and I don't know if I would have completed it without his help. And so I just tell you that story because there's something about having somebody to be beside you uh, and somebody to push you, to challenge you, and, and not just in physical but also in spiritual matters. And so anyway, um, I, I tell you all that and kind of give a lengthy introduction there because I'm not going to do an outro today. I'm just going to let it finish itself. But uh got two brothers on the podcast today. I, in fact, I actually thought I was just interviewing one. Um, his name is Jake Johnson, and Jake lives in Arkansas. And uh, he reached out to me, and we've been talking back and forth. And he's one of those young guys that um, hasn't had a ton of hunting experiences. Uh, he's been hunting since he was a kid. But he told me, he goes, you know, I just don't know if I'm qualified or whatever. But here's the deal. We're the whole point of this podcast is to have average Joes on, and that's, um, I love talking to Jake, but halfway through the podcast, uh, we meet his brother Jesse, and uh, Jesse's 15 years old, and Jesse had some stories too, and these two have a lot of hunting stories together, so what I thought was a single interview turned into a double, and uh, it was a treat. It was awesome to sit down. I think you guys are going to love this, and uh, once again, I think uh, to kind of tie it all together, it's cool to go out and hunt solo, but it's cool to also have your brother there with you, and somebody to kind of challenge you, laugh with, and uh, so we get some good stories here today. So we'll jump into that here in just a second. I want to encourage you, if you have not uh, hit the subscribe button uh, to get this every uh, single week that I put it out, go ahead and do that. We've got some cool episodes coming out. Uh, here in the next couple weeks. And also, uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook or Instagram, I'm part of a group called Shedding Light Outdoors. And um, that group, we are uh, three guys, and we also have, actually, we're five guys. We have some contributors that have joined and have been helping us out. And um, so we have a lot of fun. We have some really cool videos coming out here before too long. So anyway, all that uh, to tell you, here we go. We're going to jump right in with these guys. And I won't do an outro. We'll just go ahead and let let it speak for itself what these guys talk about today. Day. So I'll just go ahead and say it right now. Remember to shed the light. All right, guys, I have had a lot of different guests on the podcast so far. I've had some older guests. I've had uh, some younger guests. I think this guy right here might be my youngest guest. No, that's not true. I had I had some younger girls on the thing, but maybe my youngest guy so far. I'm excited to have him. His name is Jake Johnson. Jake is from Plumbersville, Arkansas. Uh, he loves the deer hunt, squirrel hunt, been getting into turkey hunting a little bit. Uh, he is uh, just graduated, but he's also done some college work already, looking to be a surveyor and uh, work with some soil and some things like that. So, Jake, uh, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so, Jake, tell us a little bit about yourself. All righty. Well, like I said, I grew up around here, and it's a pretty wooded area, so we're pretty fortunate to go hunting about year-round down here, and right now... Uh, squirrel season's up from oh from May to February, so about I don't know why we have a season, but we do. <laughs> so you can pretty much hunt those boogers all year round, huh? Yes, sir. That's right awesome. now it's uh well June. What is this fifth? 
So it's pre- it gets pretty hot. So we try to wait till September, October time. Um, yeah, that's great. Well, Jake, uh, tell us a little bit about um, you know you getting into hunting and those kind of things. How how did you start out, and um, you know what was your first experiences like there? All righty. Well, uh, my first time hunting, uh, I was about seventeen months old. Now, uh, my parents said I went hunting. But it was probably just with my grandpa going around the four-wheeler for a couple minutes. <laughs> That's uh, awesome, though. Did you get yeah. anything? <laughs> no. It, it was just a little four-wheeler ride, I guess. I can't remember. Mom was having uh, my uh, younger, or my second uh, sibling, I, or my first sibling I would have. So he's the mm-hmm. second born. So they said, well... Can y'all guys watch him for the days and take him hunting and stuff? So that's where I first got started into hunting. And I, I loved it ever since. <laughs> and uh, been doing it for a while. Um, but yeah. I'm not the best. Yeah. Well, and, you know, that's the thing that we I talked to you before we started recording a little bit about that is I don't claim to be the best either. That's the thing. You know, anybody that claims to be the best... Uh, that's yeah, good for them, but for the rest of us, you know, we have real, uh, real hunting experiences, and sometimes it's it's not always uh, the easiest. You know what I mean? There's yeah. some challenges. So, so let's go back to those early days. The first, maybe not when you were 17 months, but a little bit older. Uh, you remember the first time you you picked up a gun or a bow, and and some of those those uh, stories. Uh, I don't remember what exact age I was, but I remember shooting around with the 22 and stuff. I was probably about six or seven. Uh, I had guns around most of my life, uh, toy guns and whatnot. And, you know, when, when you're young like that, people tell you to be careful with guns. You know, they'll hurt people and stuff. So I was, I don't know, I was never nervous or anything around them. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, they'll shoot at uh, turtles and stuff <laughs> and ponds and watch them pop out of the water. <laughs> Okay, so you got some turtles. It, why, Jake? Why do you think you weren't nervous? It was, did you get? Uh, did your parents or grandparents teach you uh, properly, or how? Uh, how did that all work out? Yeah, it all it all started. Hunting doesn't start when you're out in the woods. It starts with gun safety. Mm. So they always tell you watch where you point the barrel. Always keep it up or always keep it down. And that they always started. I don't know. We probably have. 10, 15 minutes of that lecture every time we go hunting. <laughs> so they had it ingrained into your head from an early, early point, early start. There you go. Uh, that you need to be safe, and so you get out there. So there's nothing to be nervous about if you know how to use it. Yes, sir. Awesome. So um, kind of progress a little bit there. Uh, tell us about some of your favorite hunts that you've had, Jake. You know, what are some of your your favorite ones that you have, and uh, some some memories that stand out for you. Alright, I remember one, it was, we were in the ground blind up in Sydney, Arkansas, it's North Arkansas, about, oh, I don't know, maybe an hour from the border of the Missouri line, and I remember having my papa and my dad in the blind with me, and I could see out uh, maybe 50 yards or so, a buck, he jumped over the fence line, and I whispered, and I said, Buck, and I tried to reach for a gun, and my papa slapped the gun away from my hand, 
I guess I wasn't allowed to shoot then or something. And I pointed. Uh, I I said a little bit. Like, sound like this, buck, like that. And that buck turned up to me, and he did a backflip over the fence, and started running around the field. And by that time, we got out of the ground blind, and we started laughing. Yeah. So you you spooked him then a little bit with you you yeah. telling people there was a buck. You got him got him going the other way, huh? Yes, yeah, sir. Oh man. Okay. Why weren't I, you? Were I, you too too young to shoot, or was it just not the right time, or what was it? I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, he was a good distance away. Oh, okay. For about an eight year old or so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But I don't know. Uh, buck fever got to me. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that happens where you uh, say things a little bit too loud, or you don't, um, you know, you don't think about, you know, uh, just kind of the basics of hunting. Sometimes you forget things, and as an eight year old, you know, that can happen. So. So, Buck gets away. Any other stories that come to mind? Uh, let's see. I remember one, it was another Buck. Me and my brother, we were uh, going hunting with my dad on the four-wheeler. And there was this giant eight-point. I don't know why, I don't know what happened. But Dad shot, and I guess he barely missed or something. And I remember Jesse getting off the four-wheeler. And him having a little BB gun, trying to aim at it, but I guess I don't know. The <laughs> the deer jumped away, got, ran across the field, and he was from here to the other end within a snap. So, <laughs> yeah. Did your dad end up I, getting that deer or no? No, no, sir. Yeah. Uh, uh, so. Uh, I rem- and then in 2016. I remember my first deer, or probably my second deer. I remember uh, we were going to uh, ground blind again, and I could remember praying three or four times uh, for the bullet to hit the right spot and for a deer to come out. Well, that never happened, and my sister and papa, they were just laughing, having a good time. They they're there to enjoy the hunt, but wasn't expecting to see anything. So we got out and, oh, uh, went around this bend on the four-wheeler. And I could remember seeing a doe. So I, I was still sitting on the four-wheeler. I swung my body around, pulled up, and shot it. Mm. And it was probably from, it was about 13 yards. Oh, my cow. Okay, yeah, so it was so, close. Yes, yeah, sir. I can remember I was using a 270. Okay. And I remember walking up to it and just, I don't know, my eyes filled with tears and I bowed down and prayed over it. I don't know why I did that. But I just, I thank God that he allowed that doe to walk up or something. You know, I think that's pretty cool, actually, Jake. I think a lot of guys you see on TV, they get really excited and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but my buddy Trav, he's coming out with a, a new uh, video coming soon. And one of the things he does every time he comes up to a deer is he pats the deer and he kind of bows his head a little bit. And I, I think it's kind of the same thing, maybe a little bit of a, I don't know, kind of a reflection that you just took a, an animal's life and kind of a, also a grateful to God kind of thing that he allowed you to do that. You know, the meat that comes from it and all that. So there's, I don't know, I don't think there's anything wrong with maybe celebrating. Sometimes we can go a little over the top, but I think that's kind of cool. You know, your first 
uh, deer down there. Maybe it was maybe your second deer down there. Yeah. You, you know, kind of saying a little prayer. That's that's neat. And uh, just this past season, uh, me and my brother both had success. Uh, he ha- he walked away with uh, eight point, and I walked away with a seven point. Mm, cool. Tell uh, us tell us how that all went down. All right. Well, I wasn't there when he got it, but uh, I was oh across the field into another pasture. So it was about seven o'clock. I was I had my head down. I I didn't see him or something, but I had my head down, looked back up, and I could hear this two seventy shot from the other end, and uh, he hit it in the part it ran off and I I got out of the stand or the ground blind walked up to him and I can't find him well he already ran down half a mile to get to the house and tell everybody he got a deer <laughs> how is he older or younger uh he's younger okay uh he's Jesse how old are you he's 15 Oh, I got Jesse. I didn't know Jesse was in the background. Hey, Jesse, how's it going? <laughs> He's right here. All right, there's. Now we're adding another guy to the podcast. There. Hey, Jesse. So you got your first deer down. How excited were you? Uh, I was pretty excited. <laughs> so where did? How did he come out? Was it just uh, kind of perfect, or uh, you know, was it something where he had to kind of wait a little bit to get the shot? No, uh, I got in the stand that morning and I heard. Well, I walked in the field, and I walked in from the backside, and when I got in the stand, I heard a couple of deer running around in the woods, and then it was still dark then, and about 6.30, of, it started getting a little daylight and stuff, and so I seen about six does walk out, and there's a buck, there's a buck chasing right behind them. They were running pretty good that morning, and... They all ran off into the woods, and so about 7 o'clock that later, it was right before 7, I heard something in the woods, but I thought it was just a squirrel, and uh, it, was, it came in real quiet. And it's usually a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it came in real quiet, so I looked back, and there he was, and I let him walk out about 15 yards or so, and he, when I shot him, he was about 13 to 14 yards away you guys like to kill your deer close i like that that's that's good <laughs> yeah. he didn't run probably but 20 or so yards oh, cool so it was that your first deer or your first buck it was my first buck oh wow congratulations man that's awesome that was this past year yes sir oh man good for you guys that's awesome nothing like that so uh, we'll go back to you jake uh so your brother's got one down what what happens next all righty Mine, what do you think might happen? November? Late November. Okay, it was late November. I was getting back from the doctor's office, so I didn't go to school that afternoon. So I said, I'll just go home for the rest of the afternoon. So I got up to the stand about uh, 3.30 or so, and I was waiting on a giant buck to walk out, and I heard all this noise coming from the woods. And I looked over, and I saw an orange fest, and I saw my brother Jesse pop out and say, hey, I'm going hunting with you. So he hopped up in the buddy stand, and he brought a full bag of deer jerky from his 
uh, back and he brought a water bottle. So, hey, that's all right. Uh, oh, we ate the whole bag of jerky, I remember. <laughs> and we were just, we weren't really hunting. We were just hanging out, having a good time and having some good laughs. And I remember he, he there's a bar that runs, or there's two bars that could fit a water bottle. So he drank all his water bottle and stuck it behind the down two bars. I reached back, hit my head on the water bottle. I pulled out, and it sounded like three or four gunshots. <laughs> and it echoed for it, it echoed a while, didn't it? And we sat there laughing. They were laughing pretty hard, too, for about 10 minutes or so. And it was starting to get about 4.45 or so. And Jay said, for the last 15 minutes, we're going to hunt seriously. And we looked at each other and we started laughing again. <laughs> and here about 5.15 or so, uh, it gets dark about 5.30 or so. So we got 15 minutes or about what, five minutes of daylight shooting or so. Yeah. So he walked out about, oh, I don't know, 30 or 40 yards, I think. He walked out, turned broadside, and I shot him. And at him in the heart, he jumped up and, you know, uh, Rolled over. He got what, maybe ten yards from where we shot him at, and he was down. But I was oh. kind of disappointed because that was not the buck I saw earlier. Okay, and so he, a little, a little bit. You thought it was him, but it was a little dark, so you shot something a little bit smaller than you wanted, huh? Yeah, I don't know. It's probably the same deer. I probably had a, I don't know, something was in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know that happens sometimes. You think they're giants, and then you get up. That's called ground shrinkage, and you know that. Yeah. Ha- I've I've had that happen, but you know at the same time you're glad that you got a deer down, right? Yes, sir. Oh, and awesome. uh, I I do a little bit of European mounts, so I got both of mine and uh, Jesse's deer heads with me. Here's I don't know if you can see that, but that's yep. what it looks like. Cool. And back up just a little bit. Uh, is that yours? Yes, yeah, so this one's mine, the small oh, one. That's a good buck, yeah. It's a good Thank buck. Thank you. And here's the Jesse's. Oh, man. Younger brother had to show you up just a little bit. That's a, <laughs> a little bit bigger, but that's a good... Those are yeah. both good deer, man. That's awesome. And you did a good job on the European mount, so those look good. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, me and Jesse, we hunt uh, together for, I don't know, most of our lives. Uh, well... Most of my life and all of his life, we were always hunting buddies. Mm-hmm. I don't you guys... know. It's, it's an awesome bond we have together. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like getting together with your brother or anybody, really. You're good friends and going out and hunting. So, Jesse, uh, Jake, you guys got any other stories up your sleeve? Any other adventures you guys have been on that, that stand out? Well, it was the day before Thanksgiving. And, uh, no, it was the day of Thanksgiving. And my birthday comes right after, or it's on Thanksgiving. So we're trying to get deer around my birthday, and I remember we were up in North Arkansas hunting, and uh, it was really cold that morning. And uh, this was just this past season. And I remember I seen their deer in the field all morning long where I was sitting at. I probably seen about, I seen a lot of doe that morning. And then it started, it probably got about 7 o'clock or so, and I seen a couple bucks. And uh, they weren't nothing too big. I was just going to go 
so I started walking around the field and everything. Like, it's a pretty big field with a bunch of sage grass. It's really tall. So you can get around there pretty easy. And I remember I walked up all the way to this fence. And I turned around, and there's a buck walking right behind me. And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was probably it was, it was a little spike. He was probably about 30 or 40 yards away from me. And then I wasn't going I wasn't going to shoot that one. But there was uh, – well, I went back that afternoon. I went around this bend. And I remember I seen this buck, and he was down there. Well, I was up on a hill, and I see him down in a little uh, field, and he was down in there making little scrapes and everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But by the time I could pull up, he didn't walk through the woods and everything. Cool. Well, you know, you don't always have to get something for it to be a memorable and fun hunt, that's for sure. Yeah, we, we like to sit back and watch more than we actually do shoot. you know that's that's the beauty of hunting is that it's not always getting it's hunting you know so the experience and the journey there is is worth it so that's awesome guys so i know that you said you talked a little bit about turkey hunting squirrel hunting any other uh any other stories that come come to light there uh well we live in arkansas but i know everywhere in the states that there's unpredictable weather so I remember April 9th, it was uh, my prom night, and it was uh, youth turkey season uh, that same day. So, we, I took Jesse hunting that morning. We left the house about 4.30 or so, and we left the spot at 7 because it started sleeting. <laughs> it was so cold. I thought we were about to fall asleep or something. I saw Jesse. He was laying on his back. I right he fell asleep yeah he said he fell asleep from it was being so cold and everything trying to warm himself up i looked back i about fell asleep because i said shoot it's uh too cold out here (laughs) and the wind wind was blowing about 20 or 30 miles an hour it was crazy that'll make it a little Um, rough on you yeah but that about we say about it in the turkey seat or turkey career for both of us but this past season it was a rush yeah uh we didn't get anything but we heard oh jesse exaggerates a lot but tell <laughs> well let's see opening morning of youth hunt uh we went and since this has been my last youth season i was going to try to be out in the woods pretty much every day uh after school and everything so i remember opening day we went and uh it took a little bit but we started hearing them after a while and uh well our land borders with our cousin's land and they turkey hunt a lot too and so uh i was texting her at the same time and uh we were hunting they were up in this uh northwest corner and we're hunting the southwest corner and then we had turkey down there and they had turkey up there but then they started coming down south, so we went north, and when we went north, we started getting gobbles up there, but we had one, and he's coming down towards us, then he took started walking towards the west, and we never got him, and then I remember we, me and Jake decided to go get something to eat, and so we started walking up. It was up. about 10.30 when we decided to go get breakfast. Yeah. And then uh, we, we remember walking down to the... 
pals and Jesse hit the strike call, and there was about three or four that gobbled, and we said, you know what, we're not really hungry anymore. <laughs> yeah. So we stayed, I remember staying in the woods about from, I don't know, from six to probably six. Probably yeah. stayed 12 hours up in the woods. Then a big storm. Uh, we went back that afternoon, and we went up Just. on the northern part of the land, and so we heard one. He was going south of us, probably about 500 yards or so. And so we started walking down that way, and just kept getting further and further away. And by that time, big storm was rolling in, and then we, I probably got at least 60 or so yards from him, and that storm just hit. It was crazy. The, mm-hmm. There was a big old downpour from where I was sitting. Jesse walked up the little ridge, and I was in a holler, and he, Jesse walked up the ridge, and he started to say, you know what, I'm going to go one-on-one with this uh, Tom. So he went ventured off by himself. He was probably the furthest, probably 100 yards from me, so he wasn't that far. Hmm. Wow. So you guys had a lot of <coughs> excuse me. Uh, so it sounds like you had a lot of fun with your your turkey hunting. Even if you don't get anything, just hearing those gobbles, it's enough to make you skip lunch and just keep going. Yes, sir. And <laughs> uh, the <coughs> you go turkey or squirrel hunting sometimes in uh, April, don't we? Or no, that was Jan- that was back in Jan- January. Yeah, uh, I remember one time. Uh, uh, a couple months ago, uh, we were uh, squirrel hunting with some of our buddies, and there was a squirrel that ran up a dead tree, and I remember Jesse pushing the tree down, and <laughs> it, I think the squirrel ran about in between his legs or something, and the dog <laughs> ran around him and grabbed the squirrel and killed it for us. Holy cow, that's awesome. That's one way to do it, just knock down the tree, save yourself a bullet that way, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Well, guys, thanks uh, for telling some of those stories. I I love those. Those are some great ones. Sounds like you've had some fun deer hunting, still figuring out the turkey hunting thing like everybody else, and locking down some squirrels. So, Well, uh, Jake, we talked a little bit in the intro. Um, You mentioned kind of walking up on that deer and, uh, you know, saying a little prayer and stuff like that. Tell us a little bit about, you know, just church and some of those things, you know, that that you've grown up. And, you know, how is that kind of – you think that's um, kind of – uh, bled into your hunting a little bit, or how is all that related, do you think? Uh, I would think so. Uh, we grew up in church, and all of our church members, they go hunting, and I don't know. It's just, you know, God gave uh, Adam and Eve the animals to give domain over. So, yeah. he, I don't know what God was thinking when he put... Me and Jesse with the gun in his in our hands, <laughs> but uh, we I don't know. We just always just grew up praying and uh, going to church and reading our Bibles like any other church family, you know. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It ties in pretty good because uh, we pray for safe, uh, safe trips, uh, well, safe hunting trips and stuff, and. We also uh, pray for good times every t- every chance we can get. Yeah. 
Oh, that's good. I think that's awesome. I think, like you just said, sometimes it all ties together. And I like what you said about Adam and Eve there. I, you, sometimes we forget about that, that they weren't just like chilling on hammocks in the garden, you know, eating fruit. They they had a job, and that was to take care of the, the animals and name the animals. That would have been a fun job, right? And yes. so kind of a neat thing that they were given, you know, there at the beginning. They were actually given work to do. We like to think that work is a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing that they got. So that's cool. That's good. Well, Jake, uh, thanks for coming on. Jesse, thanks for kind of joining us there. Mid, I didn't even know you were in the room, and then you speak up. So we got some good stories from you guys. And uh, good luck with squirrel hunting and deer hunting and all that stuff coming up, guys. All right. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. We enjoyed it. Yep. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on Shedding Light Hunting Stories, and we'll hope to talk to you soon. All right? All right. Have a good day. Yep.